Welcome back to the show. Now, do you guys notice anything different? That's right, we have undergone a rebrand. This show will no longer be called New Rockstars News, but will instead be called the New Rockstars Debrief. Because that's what we do on this show every week, right? We debrief you on the week's important stuff. And uh, if you look closely, there's an important Easter egg in that title. So leave your guesses in the comments below what that Easter egg is. No one's wearing pants. We all (laughs) debriefed. (laughs) But we boxered in some cases. (laughs) Anyway, today we're going to be talking about a juicy Avengers Endgame theory, a new tidbit about the Shazam villain, and some updates on the future of Harley Quinn and Deadpool. Yeah, Puddin. I'm Eric Voss, and joining me today are Sam Basher and Maude Garrett. Hello, this is Sam. Welcome. (laughs) Did you always talk like that? I did because of a new announcement from the show. All right, maybe I'll sound like this from now on then. Hello, it's Maude Garrett. (laughs) Maybe I could even be American for the first time. Wow. What does everyone think Ooh, about that? Was that was such a smooth mm. transition mid-sentence. Thank Just you. go in and out of that. Where's that person from? What part of the country is she from? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked uh-huh. because I'm I am suburban New Jersey. From suburban New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Putting shit. I bugged it up. For, for just a moment there, we were in Sopranos there, but uh, anyway, some other, uh, another big news, guys, big, big news. The show is finally a podcast. <laughs> well, some of you may already know that because you're listening to us rather than like watching us, but you can find the podcast version of this show on the Himalaya app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, that said, we would love it if you got it from the Himalaya app as they helped us get this audio version off the ground. You can also like, follow, and leave comments there, get personally curated playlists mm-hmm. and leave us a tip if you're happy with your service all right it sounds good sure you tip your waiters mm-hmm. always tip uh let's get started with uh the news from this week we came across a new theory about avengers endgame on reddit this week from user coolest underscore breezy and it could be a major game changer for this uh, final avengers chapter maybe final we'll see the theory suggests that at some point in the movie the avengers will have to appeal to the living tribunal now that is a powerful cosmic being in the comics for scale you can just see how big he is because he doesn't have indigestion if you look below that He's it's three little people. Little yeah. peas. Uh, it's funny you should mention the word scale because the Living Tribunal's role is to judge the universe oh, and yeah. keep the balance in check. Depending on the writer, the multiverse too. He's a juggling. Oh, a lot of hats. This universe and all mm-hmm. infinite universes. Now, in the comics, if, if you read the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, they actually go to Living Tribunal to try to get the Living Tribunal to judge or prosecute Thanos. Mm-hmm. But the Living Tribunal recuses itself from this process saying that Thanos didn't break any laws of the universe He's, it's fair not? game because right, that's, <laughs> I'm no police officer yeah. but uh, Mephisto would agree with you that's a lot of murder <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of murder but I guess uh, survival of the fittest it's Darwin said it's okay is it that is it fittest Take it up with the Living Tribunal. They didn't die. They just disappeared. Now, it does make sense. (laughs) It's not fair. It's really not. It it does make sense that the character would need to get involved after Thanos made such a drastic change to this universe, of course. But would the Living Tribunal be able to undo the snap? Is that in their power skill set? Could the Avengers really even ask for that? Would they need to convince Thanos to make the request? That's probably the most interesting thing here is this would be a bigger threat or a bigger force beyond Thanos that they'd have to go approach. So would they need to presented the united front with the previous villain with thanos to convince him that his snap was a bad thing and that's one part of the challenge so they need thanos as an ally 
right. in was, all of this. I mean, Thanos was arguably the protagonist or the hero of Infinity War. Of he was the most active story. of his of own his story. Own story. Yeah. Uh, will they build on that and make him the character they have to get on board with to go talk to some higher power beyond Thanos to the I, Living Tribunal? This is just... Great theory. I really love that you're delving deep here and predicting what could happen and what a fix and solution could be. But when you look at entertainment and what is entertaining, going to <laughs> a judge in a universe's courtroom <laughs> doesn't sound like fun. Oh, come on. John Grisham has made a lot of books that made a lot, a couple, one good movie. <laughs> yes, of course. Is that the net? Shout out to the net from Sandra Bullock. What a good one. That uh, was a Grisham. Uh, is that Grisham? Probably not. Anyways, I also agree with Maude that I, this is a bit of snooze fest. Mm. Uh, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind having this character show up because they already mentioned him in Doctor Strange, which is pretty cool. That mm. They had like a staff to like, this is a staff of the Living Tribunal, which is like saying this paperclip once belonged to David Bowie. It's like, yeah. Okay. Like, that doesn't, Sick. Yeah, Wait, really cool. one of Bowie's paper clips. No way. Oh it's like this stick belonged to the judge of the multiverse. And he's like, what do you do with it? It's like he made it longer or shorter. And it's like, okay. Um, it, it's cool as a visual to see something like that cosmic and like the scale of it is very cool. So if you want something to match the scale of snapping out half of the universe, cool character to pick. But also it's like, I, and I like the idea of having to convince Thanos. It's like, hey. You may have blown it, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, Is you might not really? be able to get her back. <laughs> you might need to move on and maybe, you know, fix, just try to make amends. I do like the idea of the Avengers and Thanos being on the same side. So it's no longer a war between them and there's some kind of greater problem that they have to confront together. This uh, theory, while it's fascinating, reminds me a lot of the architect in the Matrix Reloaded, right? Uh, that fascinating okay. act three yeah. uh, scene that lasted for 12 minutes with a, a lot, lot of, of big screens. complicated words. Mm. A lot of screens, a lot of conversation, and a lot of inactivity. Mm -hmm. And that would be my concern if that, I mean, there are ways you can make this an active thing. That's just like the debate they're having while they're uh, fighting on a rooftop somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> fighting on a rooftop is always the best way to end a movie. But I think uh, there's a reason why the, the comic storyline doesn't really have have this like he uh, the living tribunal recuses himself because that would be too easy of a fix if you just yeah. have some cosmic entity decide to flip a switch and that's how the story gets resolved i'm sorry i'm no sorry thanks. click you don't you have a problem with that when all thanos did was click <laughs> really was and now you don't like a have you switch? tried to snap with a metal gauntlet on before there's no you can't bend no I you don't have, have the angles it's not easy and you got to get your kids attention <laughs> Can't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. That's when you shout, you start an avalanche, it's, and you yeah. got a whole different problem. And then everyone gets brushed down to the resort, and we sit around the fire and have cocoa. I don't like skiing. How are we here now? <laughs> How did we get right here? I bet you Iron Man's asking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. How did we get here with the MCU? Right. Yeah. It started with a couple simple origin stories, fighting in city blocks, and now we're fighting for the fate of the universe. I, I will say, cause like when you go big cosmic, that's always some really fun stories. Like it, it, it er, eternity over there with his. Space wow. pajamas on. Big fan of him. I want to make a clothing line like range that. like that. Yeah, Thank it's you. really cool. And the Living Tribunal is fun. He's cut, man. He's been hitting the gym. He's been hitting those bars. Where are his he's, pants? Yeah, it, where are his pants? Where's everything is else? Is that the it's Easter confusing. egg? He's debriefed. But as, as like a character, I like the character or the choice of showing that like he's a three-headed being. One of his faces is covered. One is partially covered. One's fully seen because he's trying to be impartial. Get every side to it. He's mm -hmm. listening. He's Speaking and seeing, blah, 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 you know, hear no evil, see no evil, just, speak no evil. Just Google yeah. it. Google the Living Tribunal. I hear Living Tribunal, and I hear when 
boring storylines happen to good movie franchises. <laughs> yeah. I think Trade Federation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think the prequels of yeah. the Star Wars. It's well, like you, you got to be careful with like, I, I think, you know, uh, I, I, I do improv and there's always an instinct to tag into a courtroom scene and everyone thinks, oh, it'd be so funny to put this person on trial in this moment and as soon as we all get to that scene, it gets real boring because mm -hmm. you realize someone has to be the stenographer, someone has to sit and be the judge, someone has to be the jury and then people, everyone has to join in and everyone gets stuck in it forever. We realize the only person who can make good courtroom drama scripts there's like Aaron Sorkin where people are screaming at each other or like for two minutes in a good Lord. episode of Law and Order <laughs> SVU yeah. mm -hmm. and that's the only place where I want to see it a is about two minutes in yeah. SVU they do not spend a lot of time there even though the lawyers are main characters yeah it's just iced tea just like repeating wait you're what telling the, me that someone this who guy's steals into little girls is a thief yeah <laughs> what <laughs> Mulaney has a great bit on this is like the first time iced tea has heard of pedophilia before <laughs> wait a minute what <laughs> so they have to be like yes iced tea yes he has, he has pictures that are legal <laughs> um, but I think this might be a, one of the because comics things that might just be left uh, alone in the comics. Well, it's no, hard to depict in a movie. There's no Captain Marvel right. in mm -hmm. this whole thing, is there? Where uh -oh. does she fit in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's she uh, got, all powerful, right? You yeah, don't need to look at Tribunal. Exactly. Let's I, make her the villain. I, I like scale. I think that's a fun. I'll, I will say the scale of these characters is fun, but you can hit a point where you can't connect with them anymore and it's like talking someone yelling at a tidal wave and so that's yeah. not great i mean it's sometimes fun but if we are going to bring back a giant giant <laughs> villain it's going to be galactus there you go. that's the way to that's go that's the one i want to see mm -hmm. why destroy half the population when you can eat a planet Devourer. guys I'm, I'm getting some good feelings about galactus coming in because they uh kevin feige just mentioned galactus at the red carpet mm -hmm. he uh, galactus made a cameo in adam mckay's movie vice where like galactus uh, did yeah he just he compared dick cheney to galactus devourer of world worlds mm -hmm. but in order to get that reference apparently they had to go through feige to get him to sign off on it oh. which i think is interesting because it's still currently a Fox Marvel property, why would they go through Feige for it if, unless We're going to see the Silver Surfer is what you're trying to tell me. That's Silver what's Surfer, just happening there. Shortly We're getting... after. And that is the debrief That's Easter egg. Because you got debrief. Have you ever seen Silver <laughs> Surfer wear it's pants? Debrief. Yeah. No, no. Uh-uh. He doesn't need them. Doesn't need them in space. No, no. He's good to go. We got to see a good version of Galactus, Smooth right? All over. Rise of the Silver Surfer really just made him a cloud, an impersonal cloud. And, and I just need, space cloud. I need that turtleneck sweater. I, I need that, that purple antler helmet yeah. that he's got. He's I, just a hungry boy. That's all he is. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I, I I, it's weird to see this day six mock in the divine intervention. You gotta be really careful about how you bring it into a story. Like, I don't know, do you guys read the Animorphs series? Uh, the Goodness, no. <laughs> oh, I did. I love those books. But there are these cosmic deities called like the Elemist in the Krayak. I might be mispronouncing it because I just read it. But there three are three people are really mad. Oh, at that. <laughs> or some uh, one person's really excited that I brought it up. <laughs> they, uh, they're these like they're gods basically. They're gods in the universe of the Animorphs, and they start picking sides in the war between the Animorphs and the Yurks. And it, there's some crazy stories where they they basically pick champions to fight to see if they can win their weird chess game between each other and it took me out <laughs> i'm glad that that mm. didn't become a regular thing but that almost keeps coming back and it, uh, it maybe kind of worked in the books it wouldn't work in uh the tv or movie adaptation of animorphs that needs to happen let's get on this right that's right damn straight we, we need, need some people Rangers turning into animals movies. slowly there you go <laughs> you know what <laughs> 
it's great and and cassie makes it beautiful and the rest should be ugly i want to see an ugly morph into animals yeah go for it and yeah. also this i think honestly just like slight slight side note some people want to make some <laughs> after that huge and, side note <laughs> it's like when people want to make a sandman movie neil gaiman's like vertigo yeah. comic because mm -hmm. that's a they're they make a whole new category for those characters and they're the endless and they're these like just like concepts of like one's death one's dream one's desires one's this and it's just like oh, i can't even begin to try to imagine you trying to make a two and a half hour movie out of something this big you would they do in the story but also they have like this scale to them that's like they're endless they're, that's the point of them that they like they they have personalities but kind of not because they're just kind of like an idea. I feel personally attacked about scale. I mean, I'm 5'11", but I can, I manage to joke from time to time. I, Why are you going to bring me into this, dude? Well, because you never give me piggyback rides. <laughs> that's because your skin's so scaly. I expect that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, great concepts don't always make great characters in movies. I think that's one thing to keep in mind. Though it could appear, and it could be awesome. And but I don't keep those know. theories coming. Yeah, yeah. I never awesome. would have thought Thanos snapping away half the universe would make sense in a movie, and they made it work. So. They made it work. Yeah. But hey, that living tribunal better be cut. He better be freaking <laughs> shredded, like for sure. Yeah, like Doctor Manhattan. Oh, like doing times that two. giant floppy blue. Yeah. How do you do? <laughs> you know what? Let's move on to this week's trivia question, Ooh. shall we, gang? If you guys are new here, we ask a trivia question once a week. Winner gets to be the king of the show. They get to eat all the food and the scrumptious treats, That's but the true. loser has to humiliate themselves with the gift of shame. Give a shame, give a shame. No one said oh, the shame, reverberation. Uh, and shout out, who's this young chap that made this? Oh, for Travis. Us? Travis Gatel. Yes, for the listeners. What course. a man. Yes. We've got a delightful box with fun little knickknacks on it, which you can see the result of on our Twitter at New Rockstars. But yes, we're going to be asking a trivia question. We're going to write the answer, and we'll figure out who's going to have to pull an embarrassing act out of the gift of shame box and perform in front of all of us for us to giggle, and who will be the king with all the treats. All right, first up, uh, this is, uh, listen to this one, kids. Which of these three quotes are from the Living Tribunal? Oh, which four. of the four? Which of the three these quotes? Which of these quotes are from the Living Tribunal? Oh, There's four options. We have to pick out figure out which one. He's That's right. Actually, from the Living Tribunal. Yes. Comic. All of our favorite characters, the Living Why Tribunal. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> yeah. All right. First up, A. We are an impossibility in an impossible universe. What? B. <laughs> power is meaningless beyond this level of existence. C. The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. And D, those who want to live, let them fight. And those who do not want to fight in this world of eternal struggle do not deserve to live. That's a yikes for me on that last oh my one. Goodness. So one more time, which of these quotes are from the Living Tribunal? A, we are an impossibility in an impossible universe. B, power <laughs> is a meaningless, power is meaningless beyond this level of existence. C, the universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. And D, those who want to live, let them fight. And those who do not want to fight in a world of eternal struggle do not deserve to live. That's a yikes for me, but also a Living Tribunal is sometimes a yikes character. So go ahead and write. That's A, B, C, or D. Just make it a little bit easier on yourselves. Or one, two, three, four. Well, that's it for the trivia. Gang, I made that as hard as possible for everyone. Good game, Sam. Thank All right, you. Sam. Good game. Good game. Okay, may I? We'll keep Please. this game going. Tell us about what's going on with Shazam. Man, I'm so excited for this movie. Shazam is going to be a blast because we got a teaser this week and made me just giddy. And that movie's coming up fast. It comes out April 5th of 2019. And what? along with the teaser, what? yes? 
I'm close with the date. 2019. Uh, pretty close. And along with the teaser that Eric went way too into in his breakdown <laughs> on our YouTube channel, a bunch of interviews with the cast and crew dropped this week. Very exciting. We, of course, read them all very closely. <laughs> and one thing jumped out. In an interview with Mark Strong, one of my favorite actors, an actor who's playing Dr. Thaddeus Sivana, the bad guy in this film, he said this when talking about his character's powers. He gets to fly, he can create electrical fields with his hands and fire electricity. Ooh. I love the whole notion that in his eye, he has seven sins that manifest themselves at various Ooh. points whenever they or he mm. wants them to. Now we the got the seven sins? The seven deadly sins. What are they again? Oh, there you go. Gluttony. Greed, gluttony. Pride. Pride. Lust. 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 Sloth. Dancer. Prancer, Vixen, <laughs> Rudolph. Gwyneth Paltrow is head in a box. So, that's the ninth <laughs> that's one least important reindeer. Envy. There it right. is. Envy's up there. Mm -hmm. Got it. Wrath. That is. Yes, of mm. course. Now, we got introduced to the sins in the most recent trailer, but it was really quick. We can see that Billy is standing by some statues that kind of mm. look like gargoyle-y. Great Big 90s that show. cartoon. It's yeah. a great, that's a good show. Uh, those right there, thems, you have them. Those are them. But I don't think we knew that they were going to be living in Dr. Savannah's eye. Yeah, that's new. Any thoughts on how this is going to work, gang? Okay, so if there's two gargoyles that live within his eye, this is, I'm getting very- seven. Seven, seven in there, but the yeah. gargoyles. The gar okay, so in my, with the gargoyles, do you remember Flotsam and Jetsam? Oh, you asked this Flotsam, earlier. Jetsam, now I've got her, boys. The boss is on a roll. That's all I'm singing. That's it's all you get. It's from, easy. Um, this the, is from Hawkes Bogus. The Widow Mermaid. Yeah, it's the Little Mermaid. Yeah, it's those Ursula. are the eels. Oh the eels that she controls. Is what it is going to be like that? Is that like the girl? Oh, 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 they can do her. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's interesting. So, like, these things can pop out and uh, deploy them out in the world. like uh, With the eye. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. in the comics, they've been imprisoned in stone like we see them here. But uh, Shazam, uh, by Shazam the wizard, he's the one who imprisoned them oh, thousands right. of years ago. So not Shazam, Zach Levi. No, no, no. Yes. The, usually he goes by the name just the wizard, but originally when Shazam was Captain Marvel, the wizard got the name Shazam. So Shazam the I wizard has the power of Shazam who gives it to Shazam, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. This is like that Aquaman where everyone has named some version of Atlan something. <laughs> Atlan, the most Atlanta. confusing sentence you've yeah. said. Thank you. It's, yeah, it's, it's a roundabout one. Yeah. But this, this like Pandora opened the box and these seven deadly sins got out thousands of years ago and then oh, they yeah. hunted them down and then he encased them in stone. Mm -hmm. But now it's sounding like they got out again or maybe they're changing that Usually, to where it was young Savannah who did that. Since, uh, well, this is based on the New 52 run, which is such a good storyline for uh, Shazam, but it's, it's clearly they're kind of revamping it a little bit. In that comic, Savannah accidentally uh, lets Black Adam out and he's a uh -huh. nightmare and that's yeah. what allows his eye to turn all blue because he can now see magic and understand what magic means in the like, Black tomes. Adam is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He is. Yeah. That's why I'm so like, excited. there's no way we, we're not going to see him in at least in a post-credit scene in this movie, but Please. they yes. uh, they also work with the um, Seven Deadly Sins and release them out into the world, but the in that story, the Seven Deadly Sins take over one like avatar, like this one evil dude in the town, and he becomes like this giant demon, which Got is it. really fun. So if you want to just kind of streamline all that into one character, good call. And it's cool that they manifest themselves whenever they or he wants them to, so that they kind of are actually in the driver's seat, even though he feels like he is uh -huh. not yeah. really. It kind of feels like demonic possession, right? Like he's got these seven demonic entities that can pop out of his eye mm -hmm. and infect something else. I wonder if they're tying it in, like, in the comics, the New 52 comics, that I helps him see, like, hidden magic that no one else can. Oh, yeah. What if he's able to see, like... 
the presence of envy in someone and use that to manipulate like it's oh, it's about I perception it. yeah. that yeah. like he's like got like empath. a 3d spec glass and yeah yeah maybe he can, he can influence sense people it. yeah and use that to manipulate people that's super like you're cool. a lustful person mm -hmm. let's see what we can do with we'll this use you as a seductress. That, that feels pretty evil it feels what pretty happens <laughs> if in we get a post-credit scene and it is black adam but uh it, the same fate uh happens as deathstroke in the um yes justice league post-credit yeah. scene and we don't hear from him or see him Yet. ever again. It could, it's hey, a, it works, maybe? Time will tell, time will someday. tell. Someday. I feel like they're, they're, it's gonna happen. I, I would love a tease like that. And I like the idea that like, it kind of seems like a symbiote with the, with the demons, like the seven deadly sins within him. And I'd like to see them manifest through him differently because Mark Strong is such a strong. <laughs> That's a more jacked. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, no, I'd like to see him kind of like in a Venom or like upgrade kind of style of like, yes. uh, like personifying mm. these like, like the, the most extreme version of wrath or greed or lust. Lust would be a weird one. Um, or gluttony. Like the, I would yeah. like to see stuff, something like that. Yeah, imagine being the person who has to carry the source of all these seven deadly sins that are out around the world. You carry the source of these monsters inside you at all times. You'd probably be a bad person. Yeah, in, in seven different particular ways. And you'd be proud of it. You have to carry that and burden angry everywhere you go. It. And angry and a bit envious for people who don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. It's wrathful. Uh, yeah. I it would be angry. cool to see the different ways that can manifest. Yes. And Mark Strong's a very talented actor. I could see him playing playing all seven uh, of those different things in interesting ways. It's his version of Split. <laughs> there oh, yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. but, but seven instead of two. Yeah. It was. yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm extremely excited for this movie and the addition of the seven deadly sins. All you got to do is this one movie with them and never touch them again. DC tried to make them more important and literally they whiffed it hard in the comics. So leave it to them. Let us know what you guys think in the comments down below because I'm excited for this movie yeah. and I want it to be good. Can be really great. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> We're doing an album later. Don't spoil it. Yeah. Well, uh, some other stuff came out this week about Deadpool, right? Oh, That's very it. Now, the original plan for Deadpool was apparently to release the X Force movie from right. writer and director Drew Goddard next, and then have <laughs> Deadpool 3, following, you know, the whole Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Avengers, Iron Man 3 model. Oh, yeah, okay. According to the writer Rhett Reese, that's what he was saying the whole theory was. But just a few weeks ago, we heard reports that the X-Force movie was a no-go mm. due to the Disney-Fox merger. So the fate of the X-Force movie is now unclear. Oh. How do you feel about that? That's kind of a bummer. I I'm like bummed. Drew Goddard, man. Yeah. Everything that guy makes is he, awesome. Maybe he shouldn't. Can he can't it. touch Marvel stuff. Yeah. Daredevil. You should have just finished Daredevil, man. You blew it. Oh, well. No, you're great. You're very talented. Do you think he got yeah. cursed because he walked away from it? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, boy. Maybe. Hey, anyway, at an event in China a few days ago, though, the Deadpool star himself and producer Ryan Reynolds gave a loaded update about Deadpool 3. He said, my team... Ah, oh, hold on. My team was already at work on Deadpool 3. It's but looking to <laughs> go in a completely different direction, often they say something funny. Often they reboot or change a character, maybe like four movies too late. Oh, okay. Was that like asterisks? Say something funny. No, like he would have said something funny then if it was really Ryan Reynolds. Gotcha. He would have said a quip. Mm, oh, yeah, I didn't go. have it. Uh -huh. I was trying to impersonate him. There you go. Pretty good. Thank yeah. you for my asterisks. And understanding it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they're saying that they're not going to do what a lot of movie franchises do. Yeah. Mm. They're going to pivot. Pivot. What do you think's gonna happen with Deadpool three? Since I already thought that Deadpool two was 
quite different enough from the original one? It was pretty different. I, I think Ryan they Reynolds. Kid. They had a kid. They brought in a foul-mouthed kid. I think Ryan Reynolds brings up a good point that they do wait too long. They wait till they beat a, char- a version of a character to death yeah. until they decide to reset it. Uh, I don't know what other directions you because right now, like two movies in. Uh, I don't think they're forming patterns yet. Right. Yeah. The two line or two points make a line, but not a pattern. You need three to make a pattern. Yeah. Do a trilogy. Well, maybe he doesn't necessarily mean like. Uh, a whole oh new version God. of Deadpool. Maybe it means like rather than a big team up movie, which is what the X Force is going to be, adding ri- more and more characters. It could have just been a simple, smaller story. They're, getting rid, of, they're getting rid of T.J. Miller. Read between the lines, guys. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, but yeah. is that a major reset? It kind of seems like that was on nah, the wall anyway. He, he wasn't really integral to the second one, but he did have a big role in that one, though. Yeah. But I think they reduced it considerably since T.J.'s been in some hot water. Yeah. This water. is a pretty good way to say. That characters we don't want to overuse them, so maybe, maybe we'll that just might be something they're doing with everybody though. Like maybe less Depender, less not. Vanessa, less. No, don't like say what it. I'm thinking is maybe they might do something like Logan, just him and the kid in the woods somewhere, and that's the new version. Oh my God! Okay, mm. so here you go. It's uh, dead. It's Deadpool's Logan. It's Wade, whatever you want to call it. Who cares? <gasps> and it's it, end of the world. All the X Men are dead, but it's just like him, long beard, like crazy apocalypse. <laughs> It's not like dystopian America. It's like wasteland. Like everything's desert. We have to trade soda with, I don't know, radioactive jewels or... I love it. Well, you know, video it. game logic. Yeah. There yeah. you go. And teaming up with the young girl and then they time travel back and reset the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, what? Deadpool's perfectly yeah. set up to go crazy and to like do full on parody movies that aren't necessarily... Because <gasps> if you think both of his movies are parodies of superhero movies... Why not do a parody of another genre? Do yeah. that parody of a rom-com that the first Deadpool promised it was going to be. I loved the romance moments. And then they Vanessa was hardly in the second one. Mm-hmm. And but I, I felt that. They tried to do a compilation group instead. And they didn't even last long either. He got to go to heaven, though, a couple times. Yeah, Some pretty music. To heaven. What was your idea that you went <gasps> about? Uh, he can't die. I didn't even put that together in my brain that he has the ultra healing ability so he can outlive everyone else in his life kind of yeah, like Logan he's got can. the healing collar on which is the only way he could get through it. Really good MacGuffin. Yeah. Body cup drama with him and Hugh Jackman. All right, I'm done. There you go. I think you solved it. I think that's the new direction <laughs> they the should go. the best thing I've ever said in For my sure. life. I um, thought that'd be a bigger reaction. Personally. <laughs> we're we're so better. shocked. We're so stunned. Edited we're speechless. Together. Yeah, there it is. Put it all together. Coming up, we're going to reveal the answer to our trivia question, catch you guys up on the rest of the week's news, including DC's plans for a surprise new movie trilogy. Ooh, not as fun as this trilogy is right here. In other news, we've got our first look at John Cryer, a.k.a. the nerdy one from Two and a Half Men, as Lex Luthor in Ooh. Supergirl, the CW hit. For our audio listeners, he looks like John Cryer, but bald <laughs> and wearing a jumpsuit. It is is a statement you, you can't say john cryer without cry a little bit i'll be honest you got a point there uh-huh. uh i just sometimes you just never know how big a person's head is anyways they also <laughs> in the news announced a sequel to bumblebee uh as Bob oh, mentioned earlier the best of the transformers franchise it's actually very good it was yeah what is it sixth, sixth time is a charm yes yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, at least, oh, so this is the franchise that they wanted did to death. 
mm-hmm. and didn't change and resurrect the character. So Ryan Reynolds hates Transformers. Whoa, confirmed. Yeah. Yep. Also, a Harley Quinn trilogy is rumored to be in the works because of trilogy. course it is. Yeah. And someone dug up some old Justice League concept arts uh, art pieces that show off an early version of Aquaman's suit that were closer to the character's look in the comics. Is this it? Is he blonde? Pretty cool. Here? Oh, yes, he's we're got seeing like a picture. Of course. Across. Still, your, not, still not blonde, though, is he? Still not blonde, but if for the audio listeners, it's the green bottoms, orange top, all the scales that a young boy could ever want for his clothes, which is very fun. Yeah. Very good. How Make, many scales does a boy want? Uh, well, we gotta, you gotta. I don't think you're ready for this scaly. I'm it. not, but what I am ready for is lightning round. We will hit you up every single Friday, um, the U.S. time, for <laughs> for lightning round questions. All you gotta do is tweet them at us at New Rockstars. Now, I'm gonna read them out, fire them at my co-host that you directed them out. They have to answer them as quickly as possible. Otherwise, I will physically slap them. Not in <laughs> the script. How it works they this don't week. know it. This is what's gonna happen. Oh my. Alrighty, yeah, this one's quick. for Sam. Yes. It's from at CJ's Alter Ego. Hi, CJ. Says, explain to me why Cyclops' eyes don't burst from the pressure buildup of his, of his concussive blasts. Furthermore, how does he see in general? The Ruby Quartz visor just blocks and stores concussive energy, which means he's firing at all times, right? No, nope. right? Nope, they're little portals that open to another dimension of crimson energy and also comic books. Yeah. Okay. I withdraw my question. Up, yeah. <laughs> Eric, yes. your turn at True Scorn. Hi, True Scorn. The eye of Agamotto is a key artifact for Doctor Strange. Do you think it will be restored or charged after Avengers Endgame? Oh, the eye of Agamotto without the uh, without the time stone. Um, no, I don't think it will. I think its only purpose is to. I know in the comics it's a big deal, but I think in the MCU, the eye of Agamotto is only a vessel or an encasement for the time stone. So I see no reason why. I see no reason why. All right. Overruled. Well, <laughs> at Cloudy One and Only said to me, "Who do you guys see dying in the next Star Wars film?" Leia. Oh, yeah. This is, it's sad, but you're right. That is the correct I answer to the question. Yeah, yeah. it's a little sad. It's sad. I don't want to be reminded of it. I, I went way too logical and not enough empathy on Sometimes that. Sometimes logic gets the really saddest bad. route. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got another one here. Sam, yeah. at Lane Tari. Oh, Lane. Lane. Nope. Lane Tar Real I Dad One. Says, nailed it. have Hawkeye and Bull's eye ever gone toe-to-toe in the comics? Dude, all the time. Oh, the eyeball? <laughs> the eyeball, eyeball. All the time. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they always tie. Except for Hawkeye usually pulls one, a quick one over on Bull's They eye. always tie. Yeah, I'm odd. Cool. They oh. have good aim. Eric, you're up <laughs> at the awesome Iron P. Says, hey. What's going to be an unexpected hit in 2019? Movie, TV show, game, whatever you can think of. Uh, unexpected hit in 2019. Is your face. <laughs> Dark Phoenix. I think we're going to love it. Oh, really? <laughs> nah, mate. Unexpected. Hey, unexpected. unexpected. Pressure goes to you. New mutants, huh? Maud, yeah, yeah. at Tom Fire 8 asks you, John Wick versus Punisher, who wins? I'm going to say John Wick. That guy Oof. doesn't die. He had every deadly assassin in the earth after him. He's still alive. Well, in the and Punisher's mind, everyone is trying to kill him. So yeah. isn't that the same thing? No, not at all, actually. <gasps> not at all. It's Wake not. Screaming every because night, all these Madonna. assassins have bullets that he... Uh, it's like stormtroopers are after him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I all right. You. Eric, I got another one for you. You ready? At G-N-O-L-L. Hello. 
What do you think the world looks like through Vision's eyes? Analytic slash robotic like Jarvis or romantic slash supernatural because of the stone? Um, I think the stone. I think the stone is more Vision's personality because I, th- I think it looks confusing. I think everything looks um, uh, sad. I, I bet he sees things like through the eyes of Dr. Manhattan, but a li- little bit more optimistically. Is that because he wore a sweater on his shoulders? Yes. <laughs> or he had to manifest a sweater on his shoulders. He does. Yeah. Maybe a little rose-colored uh, Vision because uh. he's pink. I think he knows how dumb we are. Adam, tell us, 93 says, if you had the choice to improve your eyes from one of three animal traits, zooming long distance, sight from eagles, night vision from owls, or greater color perception from mantis shrimp, which would you choose? Can I get the one where I don't need glasses? Who has that one? <laughs> Owls, maybe? Owls? No, that's Owls. night vision. I'll do I, say- I want the shrimp because I want to see uh, 26 different colors. I didn't know Obviously shrimp could see more colors than pictures. we could. How many colors are there? Huh? More? Infinite. <laughs> they could see a lot more. Infinite. Hey, you don't even know, man. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. I got one last one from N underscore swap. Hey, Nathan. Who's a fictional character you just want to punch in the face? Need numb. That's all I'm saying. Cool. Let's move on. Is that the ca- is the it, co-captain? Is the Return of the Jedi? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> his, his lips were just always... Moist. His uh-huh. bottom lip was like it's slick. So, uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all. So Lando's it's, it's, been, it's been a long. Did like, me and Num survive uh, Force Awakens? Did we ever get uh, clarity oh, yeah, on we that? We saw him, huh? We saw him. He was. So a lot of pilots died in that uh, replay. Many of, pilots <laughs> died run. in order to bring us those movies. Mm-hmm. Was he? Yeah. He, with Martha. the Bothans now. Both hands? Who knows? Bothan. Well, now comes the time for our 15-second shout-out, where each of us has 15 seconds to shout-out, plug, or ramble about anything. Sam? Ooh, okay, so first episode hasn't come out yet, but David Tennant does a podcast with dot, dot, dot is the name of David Tennant's new podcast, and I want to listen to it, and Ooh. I hope it's good. You had 15. Yeah, Eric, that was good. That was well in 15. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll jump in. Okay. Uh, I'm hosting a live comedy show every first Friday of the month called Darkest Timeline Comedy. I'm so excited. We're going to do a showcase of crazy nerd bits. You're going to see some familiar faces from this channel. Our first one, uh, February 1st, Mod's going to be there. Philip's going to be there. Tommy Bechtold's going to be there. That and means- a bunch of my favorite comedians doing some of the craziest bits in the strangest universe. Be there. Acme NoHo in uh, 8 p.m. Could, yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Dobby. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two. And um, yeah. Well, it's just one book, but well, you're reading you know, the script the, for. If you yeah. want to, oh, it's actually at the end of part, yeah. part one. That's yeah, yeah. It, I'm reading the book and the way that he does is so sad. And the funeral is just really hard. And it's just like, you know what? He fought slavery. You know, he actually became a free elf mm-hmm. and yeah. he chose to help Harry. And it was a little bit obsessive. Let's be honest here. But I just feel like he's a bit of an unsung hero, so I wanted to give him a shout out. I think he's adequately sung. I was happy to see him go, and I hated that subplot in the books, and I'm frustrated that his character was in the movies at all. So wait, do the witches and wizards have slaves? Oh yeah, they have slaves, and Hermione's an activist, creates spew to uh, try to fight the use of elf slavery. It's a very noble thing, except for the fact that, you know, Rowling's analogy is that certain races of people are elves, if we're comparing this to the real world. I'm not crazy about some of Rowling's political beliefs, but whatever. Just, what, what are the goblins of Gringotts? They're bankers, they embody certain stereotypes of other races of things, and they're bankers, and they're greedy, and they're horrible people. 
people. Mm. Think about it too hard, and all of your favorite authors are monsters. <laughs> Interesting. So someone once told me that every female adult in Harry Potter movie um, is basically destined to be in the kitchen. <laughs> well, they are yeah. Molly, and then Fleur in the, that book. She's she's making food for yeah. everyone. Uh. When Harry and Ron and Hermione go off, who's cooking the food? That'd be Hermione. Like, doesn't Harry see Ginny's um, value when she bakes him things? Isn't that part of her value? Hey, Hermione Granger becomes Minister of Magic in The Cursed Child. We don't right? talk about The Cursed Child, though. Mm. I don't want to talk about it. We could. I don't want to finish oh, it. Oh, we could spend days talking about Cursed Child. Hey, if we want to take digs, too, uh, comics used to be super racist. But on that note, let's go ahead and move back to <laughs> our <laughs> trivia question. Yay! Yeah. All right, so I asked the question, what's your favorite line from the Living Tribunal from the comics? We all have got <laughs> one. the question? We've had, we've, had, we've had the answer to this. <laughs> well, we've already had it. We've all had our favorite for decades. Um, and uh, I'm very excited to go ahead and check out the answer here, but I'll reiterate the question before we read off each other's. Uh, the question is, what's your favorite quote from the Living Tribunal? A, what are, uh, we are an impossibility in an impossible universe. It's not favorite quote, it's the only what, Yeah, quote. what is something that no, it's your favorite. they actually said. <laughs> no, it's sure. your favorite. Whatever the answer. right answer is, it's your favorite. <laughs> but it's, that's, then the, this is saying that someone's opinion is wrong, which is the thing that we fight against the most on the internet. B, yes. power is meaningless. <laughs> Uh, oh, the answers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I was oh. just reiterating. Yeah, yeah. Should I not? Okay. B. <laughs> B. Power is meaningless beyond this level of existence. C. The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. I was talking to me. And D. Those who want to live, let them fight. And those who do not want to fight in this world of eternal struggle do not deserve to live. And that's a yikes for me. Now, the wrongest answer, you will have to draw uh, a task or gesture from the GIF of Shame container and perform said task repeatedly while the winner gets to read the goodbyes and we chant shame at you, which is yes. always a blast. Mm. So let's go Without ahead. Without getting triggered. It's, uh, it's yeah. pretty cool because your stupidity gets turned into an animated GIF, which Hopefully. will blast out on our social media to Definitely. punish you for your trivia ignorance now for the audio listeners you can just follow us on twitter at new rockstars to see what the heck we're talking about <laughs> so we reiterated the question let's go around i'm going to read mod's answer first i apologize about the picture that i drew it really wasn't my best i thought it would help the situation but in hindsight it doesn't look great you said b power uh wait, wait, wait b you said power is meaningless beyond this level of existence. Sure. All right. And uh, Sam also B. said B. And I drew a B. You did draw a B. Oh, you drew And a B. you wrote, not my beast. Yeah. Not Which my would have been a way to save it, but you wrote best. Uh, Sam, <laughs> Sam did not draw a B. I came up with the pun this time. Oh, you're blossoming. Um, okay, so oh, Sam Eric says, says C. Yeah, the C Which one. was, the universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. Pretty good, but gang buckle up on your buckles because we have an answer here in three, two, go. It is B. Power uh, is meaningless beyond this level of existence. That's from the Living Tribunal. Uh, we are an impossibility in an impossible universe. It's from Ray Bradbury. Mm -hmm. The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. It's from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, and those who want to live and then let them find them, find the world. It's from Adolf Hitler. Oh, That's why I gave those a few yikes throughout yeah. the show. You so, recognized it. Nobody. Oh, you knew that off the top good. of your head. Yeah, you did. You, no, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, that no, one wasn't attributed no. in the card. So that was but you a knew quick it. win for old modern <laughs> Sam, yeah. and that means. Uh, I should have known. I just reread Infinity Gauntlet. It just sounds like something he would have said. Weez. Those were well chosen quotes. Those were good work, everyone behind the <laughs> camera. Appreciate it. Now, 
Eric, what did you pick? Well, I picked from the gift of shame bucket, cry whilst flossing. Aww. That now, probably I assume not means that kind of flossing. They mean the Fortnite of, dance. Yes. Not specifically the Fortnite dance. Oh, I preferred actually flossing. How about I do you? both? Oh, because okay. I do cry while flossing because of gingivitis. Yes, <laughs> lots of blood comes out of those teeth. Very cool. And while we do that, we'll go ahead and clear this you, paper. You know, I've been 27 a few times and I still don't have any cavities. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I had a bunch as a kid because I was a bad child, which is fun. Um, let's go ahead and read our goodbyes while Eric... Bakes is proud. <laughs> oh my! All right, well, God. gang, you know the you know the gist. Thank you for watching this week's episode of New Rock Stars uh, Debrief. Yeah, I, I want to thank our host Sam Basher, thank the winner. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I also won, so I too am a winner. And Eric Voss is embarrassing himself completely. This is amazing. You can find him at, at EA Voss to be like, mm, that's not how you floss, my man. That is I not how you floss. I understand why you are crying. Sam Bash is at... I'm doing it. I am doing it. Sam Bash is at, at... Sam Basher, I'm at Maud Garrett. Two STTs. EA Voss. More like EA Floss. And a quick reminder that these are also available in audio and video form. Videos at youtube.com slash new rockstars and you can get the audio anywhere you get your podcast. But if you want, if you use the Himalaya app, you can actually leave comments on the episodes and support the show directly, which <laughs> ain't that fun, gang. Big fan of that. Comment, tweet us at new rockstars, like this video or podcast, share it around and subscribe to new rockstars for deep dives into the stuff that you love. Uh, he keeps doing this and not in front is of the green Elaine? screen. Is that That was the Elaine dance. That is the Elaine I dance. I know what's up. I oh my gosh. Up. And I am now the more winner out of the two. So that'd be me winning <laughs> completely. <laughs> Thanks, Sam, for coming in second place. Someone had to come in silver, you know? I, you are the silver surfer. Thank you. I am usually not number one. But hey, gang, we appreciate you and we'll see you next time. Now what dance is it? Bye-bye. Bingo, bye-bye. That's drunk uncle at the wedding. Oh. Emo Peter. I don't know Peter. Who's I've never met Peter. Answer? Emo Peter? Emo Peter Parker? Oh, yes. Oh, oh wow. Do a couple of these. There it is. Now I know. Now I know. You're welcome, I podcast to personally listeners. apologize.